Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Reed. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick, yeah. God damn it, it's going fantastic. Fantastic. Um, Golly. Feeling great. Feeling great. Feeling good. Feeling out of sight. It's Tuesday out. night. What's for, gotta, the moon is right. Got to have some fun. Tell you how it's done. I got to start coming up with something else to say because we did that. <sighs> we have done Or that. we deleted it. I don't. I never know oh, what wait, we did wait. and don't. I don't either. I like to edit stuff out just to make it so we have bad callbacks. You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. Uh, how you been, buddy? What's new? I've been great. I've been uh, new. New? You know. Tell me. What are you up to right now? Old shit. Old shit. We're Ooh. talking recording time now. No, we're not talking real uh-huh. time. Yeah. Ooh, I caught up on a couple of biopics over the weekend biopics yeah yeah musical biopics let me guess uh bohemian rhapsody uh-huh and uh the uh, rocket man yeah did you really are those the two back to back god damn it oh whoa which yeah, one did yeah. you see first bohemian rhapsody because oh, it was free sad ending I no it wasn't did they go into his death well <laughs> no, they no he, his death was Does a he crawl. live is it like a tarantino movie it, his death was a text crawl Oh wow! After a triumphant concert, do you think at Live anybody Aid. in the theater like watched that and loved it? And then during the text, they're like, "What? He fucking died! What the fuck?" So that's why he was sick. I thought he just looked different because they're used to seeing Adam Lambert. Which I gotta say, yeah, wasn't good, but I liked it. Yeah, it like won, it won the Oscar it, for editing, and there was a lot of talk about hit, how bad it hit. Way too many Dewey point check or Dewey Cox check marks. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was Dewey. Like it made too you... many Dewey Cox moments. Okay, in there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, all right, yeah, and like yeah. too many like, which I don't care. Sure. I know I like dumb biopics. Yeah, you went in knowing what you were seeing. Yeah, you know, it's and not like trying to change the world. I don't like the musical number, you know. And, yeah, I loved Ray when it came out. All of their yeah, remember that? I'm a sucker for a biopic. It, but you, am I wrong? Wasn't Ray like the biggest movie in the world for like a minute? Ray, I know it won Oscars and it stuff. was Ray and uh, Walk, Walk the Line, Walk the Line, the yeah. Johnny Cash one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out right away. Boom, boom. And then it's just been. And then Dewey Cox got him, and then. Oh yeah. Uh, how was Rocket Man? It was great. Yeah. Yeah, Taron Egerton. Taron, Egerton. Yeah. He's he's, aw- the, he's he's awesome in it. He's in the Kingsman. Is that like right? it's yeah, it's yeah. way better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Sure. And uh, and isn't uh, it but kinda- I like Queen. Way better than Elton John, but you like the Elton John film better. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's exciting. And yeah. didn't and I think he he Elton John produced it or worked with them. Yeah, yeah he but was also a producer. let them kind of show that that he's kind of an asshole, right? Yeah, like kind of. Totally. It's not like pulls he's a, punches. He's a big old asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Taron Egerton or Egerton, mm-hmm. Egerton, one of those two. Yeah, I'll just ter- go by Taron from now mm-hmm. on. But uh, he does all the singing. Oh, really? It's not like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. They got Freddie Mercury tracks playing yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, but, it, but in this, that it's actually guy. him? And he Wouldn't it be great it. if it's actually him, but he sucks shit? <laughs> it kind of ruins the <laughs> no, movie. He looks good. He yeah. looks apart. He looks apart. Yeah. I remember watching. It, uh, they do a lot more. Uh, they carry the narrative a lot more with musical numbers. Yeah. Which is really good. cool and something different. Mm-hmm. Than, because it hits all the same beats yeah. as any musical bio. But it also, all of a sudden, we're going to do a two-minute number mm-hmm. of uh, Crocodile Rock. Oh, cool. Okay. All with, right. With, like, dancers and stuff. What's that song? It really worked. 
What's that one song by him that's like, Daniel leaves today on a plane? You know what I'm talking about? It's an Elton John song. Oh, if it's not in the main Daniel, hit. my brother. It's that one. It's a, it's Is a it big song. Is it called My Brother? Maybe. But it's a bigger song. But my brother was in... like... My brother's name was Daniel, so growing up, I was that song was Queen movie. I knew every dang song throughout yeah. the whole thing. They weren't tricking me. No. Elton John movie. I learned a couple. Yeah. And I was listening to the soundtrack today with Taron Egerton. Yes, yeah, right. I like I like uh, Elton John. I always have. I don't know if it's I I don't it's like the glasses. I think it's the music more because I don't oh. think I've ever I've only seen like nine photos of him ever. Uh, you know that thing where he put his foot on the end of the piano? Oh yeah, that's pretty oh, cool. That's fun. Uh, I'll tell you what I did. Now, I watched uh, the, I finished a television program that I, uh, it's nostalgic for me because it started the summer I moved to New York City. Uh, it's a little show called Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay? yeah. And I uh, loved it at the beginning. I, I, I was very into it. Uh, I got very out of it for a while where I was like, this show sucks. But I kept watching it. It didn't suck. It, I feel like it always was so good at characters and not great at like the dialogue of all the characters. Most TV shows, you know, yes, but it, but I I just started watching Succession immediately after watching it, and I'm like, I don't have these same issues with Succession as I did with this. But now I'm wondering, what if season five is Succession? Am I going to be, oh god, I get it, you know? Yeah. Um, but its ending I enjoyed. Um, the final season deals a lot with uh, I mean, like ice and shit. ISIS? No, like uh, like the oh, fellows yeah. at the borders and stuff. Really? And with all them rich people? Oh no, wait. Orange is the new black. What are you thinking? I'm thinking of succession. Oh no, no, I sorry, I switched this up. Uh, no, uh, Orange is the new black. She's out, right? Uh, in the last season, yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because she was banging uh, Laura Propong in the first season. So. She well, she still. I mean, there's a whole thing there. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where like I like the characters. I love the cast. I think they're great. I like the characters a lot. I think they're well done. But then the dialogue every once in a while, it's like a whole, it's like a worse than a, it's like a mad TV sketch sometimes. And you're like, man, what do you got these great people doing this? Uh, but I feel like this last season was good. Uh, I like, I, I'm fine with how it wrapped up. Uh, and then it was very, it was very interesting to be like. Good series finale. Uh, great. Yeah. Real good series finale. Hard to pull off a series finale. It is. And I think it did it well. And Stacy and I had this moment. We were watching it. My wife, we were watching it on the couch. On our new couch, we just got a fancy-ass big new Ooh. couch, and we watched the finale, and it hit us that when I moved to New York, and she was still living in Iowa, I was living in this small one-bedroom in East New York. Uh, all I had was a bedroom and a fucking cot, and she came to visit one week, and that's when we watched the pilot. So we watched the pilot on my shitty cot in East New York in a bedroom, and we got to watch the finale in our cool apartment here in New York. On a new on couch. A, on a brand new couch that costs more then uh, that apartment's rent in a month, you know? Uh-huh. You know? So come rob us, motherfuckers. Uh, my wife makes good money, you know? Uh, but that's what I've been up to. Orange is the new black. Hell yeah. What uh, What say we take a break? We take a break. And come back in with our fantastic guest. And come back in with our fantastic guest. All right. Hey, Neffers, we have a sponsor on the podcast today. This week's episode is brought to you by... Gideon Hambright's new album, A Decade of Hits. Hey everybody, it's just Patrick Reams in California or some shit. Uh, and we forgot to do an ad for this, but Gideon, uh, I thought they lost all their blah blah blah. Uh, he has a new album coming out on September 24th. It's a, his debut stand-up comedy album. Uh, we're releasing it through our label, Jackknife Comedy Records. Uh, and right now, it is available for pre-order on iTunes. So uh, we're trying to really push it. We want it to get to the iTunes charts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so if you're an never, you probably already know Gideon, you love Gideon, uh, go to iTunes right now and just search in uh, Gideon Hambright, 
a decade of hits or Gideon Hambright, whatever. Uh, or check out our Twitter. It's all on there. Or Gideon's uh, at Silly Gideon, uh, at Jackknife Comedy, one of those places. And go pre-order the album. It's 10 bucks. Uh, it's 50 minutes. It's so funny. It's all the hits that he's written over the last decade. He's a good friend of Reams and I, and so uh, it'd be really uh, cool uh, if you do that. Uh, pre-order it. Gideon Hambright, a decade of hits on iTunes. Now, pre-order. Uh, and now uh, let's get back to the episode. And we're back. Ooh, what a great commercial. It was. It was a good commercial. It w- I listened to it. It was fantastic. I, by the way, listeners, if you'd like to buy an ad on the show, now would be a fantastic time because uh, we haven't had one for a few weeks. Uh, just send us uh, $5 to the nostalgic front at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, and we'll plug whatever you want. Literally, we plugged math a, w- a while back. Uh, I normally plug math into a calculator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Subtracting, adding. Uh, Speaking of calculators, we have a fantastic guest on the show today. Uh, Now, listeners, you guys know him uh, as a three-time performer at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, He's also, this is breaking news, uh, as of tonight, he's the newest writer correspondent for Redacted Tonight. Uh, and he's got a fantastic podcast called Pod Damn America. Ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend Anders Lee. Hey, everybody. Anders Lee here. There it is. <laughs> Have you, can I get it? Can we talk about that? Sure. God, I love it so much. It's so, and I'm sure <laughs> way you, better than yours. My old shit. I yeah. try, I used to con, I used to start every set with, hey. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Say, you used to say, "Hey assholes!" Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I did. I'd be like, "Hey, you!" Sad. And I kind of still do that. Actually, okay. "Hey assholes" is kind of still part of my my shtick. <laughs> uh, but when when I started in Iowa, I used to think I thought you had to have like an opening, and so I would start every yeah. say with, "Hey," and it, sometimes it would get huge laughs. And that's, so you've got yeah. this thing. Do you ever have like sets where you go, you're like Anders Lee, and it just crushes out the gate, and you're just in? Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Was it a choice, or were you just like fucking around once and it got kind of a laugh, and you just keep doing it? Or? It was, yeah, I, I, because uh, for a while I would always say because I oh, oh, when oh, I started stand up. Let me say for the listeners yeah. if they don't know your stand up, you start majority of your sets with all of them. Yeah, all of them with yeah. Anders Lee here, Anders which Lee is and like at an open mic or something or at a show in in Brooklyn. Fucking everybody in the room, it lights us up because people like it. It's fun, yeah. you know. We yeah. all know. We all know the first but one. Everybody's jealous. They don't have a cool yeah, fucking yeah, tagline yeah, yeah. like but that. But anyway, so how do you? What happened? Tell me the well, Mark Marin this bit for with me. <laughs> it always struck me as sort of like jarring when so, and some comedians can pull it off, but yeah. if they just launch right into so I was talking to my neighbor and yes, you know yes, with yes, nothing, yes. And so I I needed something, yeah. Uh, so for a while I would say, "Hey, you doing?" Uh, yeah, and that, like was, that. It was Reem, you should do that one. No, man. How am I doing? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, it's good. Hell yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, something sort of to set the tone. That's fine. Um, but uh, that wasn't working, and so I tried to think back, oh yeah, what's something I could say? And I remembered there was a school assembly mm-hmm. when I was going into 11th grade, and it was like the beginning of the school year. Junior year. Junior year, and I, I was kind of a goofball mm-hmm. back then class clown uh-huh and so i had to ask a stupid i was going to ask a stupid question about the eraser quality or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i began my query by saying anders lee here and it, <laughs> and it crushed I at the like assembly that. yeah and so i remembered that and then i just did it I, I remember the first time i did it was at jay welch's mic at uh karma lounge oh yeah 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 uh, rest in peace it just stopped karma it just ended yeah the, the whole thing the ended. bar's gone oh it's gone. shit yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. come back show. again no i think the bar's gone yeah karma yeah it always yeah. comes back around <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, I just did it at that mic and it and it did well there. And then I got I remember I got booked from that mic. That's so funny. Uh, the, the first time I did it, and then I, I and it, I, in all honesty, it doesn't always no. do anything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But then um, you just have you started. Right. It, to me, I think it's funny. Uh, it, it's one of those things that I like. I have this joke about being from Iowa, and I do it. If I'm on the road, I'm going to do it every set because uh-huh. it's just a quick joke uh, about being from Iowa and how everybody in New York knows I'm from Iowa. And it's one of those things where I feel like it introduces me. It kind of gives you an idea what my my jokes are gonna what my humor is. Right. It shows that I'm silly and dumb, and I feel like you just mastered that in a quicker thing. Like mm-hmm. Anders Lee, like no one's gonna be like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> like this guy's telling <laughs> us who he is right away. Uh, and so I fucking I think that's great. Yeah. And anytime you can get the crowd moving mm-hmm. within the first like three seconds, yes, that's that's good. And that thing you, you said about yeah. the the whole. When a comic just jumps right into it, yeah, that was the thing that I I, I used to what I I did I wasn't a big fan of Mike Berbiglia stand up for a long time, and then I started I and then I you now a Berbig fan. Uh, I wasn't a Berbig fan. I was a Berlittle fan. Uh, <laughs> you guys seen Berlittle? Uh, but I wasn't. And then he, I watched one of his specials, uh, where he does that one man show thing where he just mm-hmm. starts. He's like, so I was walking down this, and I was just like, oh god. And then a couple minutes in, he addresses that a guy in the front row has his shoes off. And it like broke all the tension of the room. And then I was like, oh, I absolutely love this guy now. And then I was like, I wonder if that was always a bit on that hour was he was like, he's going to start very cookie cutter and then something he'll address something, mm-hmm. you know, and that special just happened to be that thing. Was this cool, by the way? Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm no, no, doing no. barefoot. He's got the foot. No, he's got it. Take totally. your shirt off. You know, yeah. we'll have a good time. <laughs> Reem, what do you do? You used to, do you still, you say hell yeah at the beginning every or set? heck yeah. Heck yeah, of course, if it's a of clean show. If it's a nursing home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I used you, to say all at the right, end. a lot more. What did you used to say at the end? Oh, I'm Brandon Ream. I will always be Brandon Ream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll continue, like to, I'll continue being Brandon Ream. Because yeah. I remember I used to end sets that way in Des Moines because I thought it was funny. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, well, I've Would been you... Brandon Ream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and nobody gave a shit. But uh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, where, are you, where are you from, Anders? I, so I lived the first 12 years of my life in Arlington, Virginia. Oh. And then when I was 12, we moved to St. Paul, Minnesota. Ooh, Ooh one of the, the twins. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh-huh. So where, okay, so I guess that's one of those interesting things, 12 years old. Where do you consider yeah, your home, big... r- home, r- home, r- Ooh, hometown. <laughs> That's tough because I've gotten accustomed in New York to just telling people I'm from Minnesota. It's just mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. I remember it more Yeah, more than uh, when I was a little Plus kid. Plus, that's like your launch point. Yeah. 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 It's my New launch York. point. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm going to be going full circle and be moving you're going back, back to D.C. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to start saying. Um, I feel like your vibe is very much more Midwestern than Virginia. Yeah, I think so because my dad is from Minnesota. Sure, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you've got that. I'm a, I'm a Midwesterner. Yeah. yeah. St. Paul, uh, brothers and sisters and stuff? I do have an older sister in St. Paul, yep. Older sister? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, what's the age difference there? She's four years older. Four yeah. years older. She uh, wor- works in a school. She's an educator. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh-huh. That's the job. Yeah. Uh, the, so four years older, were you guys cool or were you guys enemies? Growing up. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're in the house, you know what I mean? Because that's the that's the age of four years. Maybe you're close. Yeah. Maybe that's just an older person that lives upstairs. You know, yeah. it was uh, more the latter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was. Okay. Uh, we we're cool now. We're, okay. We have a good relationship, but growing up, we uh, didn't didn't get along so well. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of fighting. You guys fought a lot, right? You and your brothers. Yeah, and then we hung out too. But so you guys were kind of in. But you guys are closer in age. Am I right? No, we're like four years. Huh. Four or five. I feel like I spent so much time being... My sister is six. My brother's eight years older than me. So I feel like I spent I so much time as a 
basically it's like an only child, you know? Yeah. Uh, Same parents? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, they have different. They have a okay. different dad. Uh, we're all strangers. So yeah. We met up under a bridge. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I kind of don't have. We've always had just a grown-up relationship, except for when I was really little. They beat my brother, beat the shit out of me all the time, you know. Uh, dick. But I didn't have. I mean, I like him; he's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I never had that closeness of little like you guys hanging out like that. That wasn't yeah, really a like thing. we watched stuff together. And yeah. Then played video games together, and yeah. every, every once in a while, he'd get down on some action figures with Ooh, me. Oh yeah, we never. But played. he also would. Sp- you know, smack me around and <laughs> sure, sure, sure. be an my, asshole big brother at the same time. My sister was uh, uh, pretty influential with my taste and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of it was after she had, like, was not there. Yeah, but I would yeah. kind of, like, discover things. Like, when she went off to college. Did, did she leave for, her stuff behind? She did. Okay. She yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and this is, like, so we, she had to go to college, like, right uh, a couple of years after we moved to Minnesota. Uh, and she lived in... Our house had an attic, and oh, her sick. room was the yeah, attic. Yeah, yeah. So I'd go up there and see her CDs and see, like, because we had moved from, you know, the D.C. area, mm-hmm, and there's a mm-hmm. punk scene there, and she was a teenager oh, in yeah, that. And so yeah. I'd kind of see, like, the relics of that uh, in her CDs, and that's how yeah, I that, got my music taste going. Being able to go through an older person's CD collection yeah. back yeah. in the day was so enlightening. Uh-huh. Totally, totally. Like, especially if you were able to, like, rip off some onto another CD or a cassette yeah. Yeah. and everything. Cause you know, you don't have, you haven't been working a part-time job banking yeah. all those, you know, little checks to go buy CDs right. forever. They have, yeah, they've yeah. seen the world. What were, do you, do you remember any of those bands right then that were grabbing you or what, what kind of music were you into at that time when you were like 12, 13, what was, uh, what were you, what were you listening to? Uh, I liked Neil Young a really? lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out of that DC punk scene, of course. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she she sort of disowned Bright Eyes, oh, and really? I got to collect all that <laughs> from her because you know she why? just thought it, it, it was sad? too whiny. Yeah. You know. I I love it, but I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that with other bands. Uh, That's Oberst, yeah. right? That's Connor from Oberst. Omaha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Iron and Wine. Yeah, was another one. Dude, so they, at that time period, I was into all of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. But that was also the most like depressed I was ever in my life. So it's like kind of like I I found <laughs> I found like Iron and Wine yeah. and like the Shins and 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 like um Colexio, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, all those bands at the same time. I love their EP he, they did. The Colexio and Iron Wine. Yeah, that's so, the one. I have yeah. that on vinyl. It's a fun um, uh, question to crowdsource. Is just trying to figure out what. What did you listen to when you were depressed? Well, yeah, during yeah. your worst yeah. moment in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, What yeah. were you listening to? But but it's kind of nice, though, because I grew up, I was living in Omaha at the time, too. So, like, I mean, oh, yeah. it was totally different when you go see, like, The Good Life every, you know, once or twice a week right. or something at, a, at, like, a little bar or something. Um, but I was into all that stuff. I was super depressed. Then I gradually started getting out of it. And around the same times when I started listening to, like, The Hold Steady and The Replacements, I started getting back into rock. So... Like literally, when I'm down in the dumps, I can throw on like that uh, Bright Eyes. Uh, uh, I'm wide awake. It's morning album, mm-hmm. and it just like boom. I'm right back into that moment. But then I can get myself out of it oh. now, as opposed to back then when I couldn't. Yeah, you know? music's Good. crazy on how it can take you back to yeah. certain moods and feelings from yeah. Yeah. way long ago. Hey, you- I always thought it was such a weird phenomenon how sad music helps you when you're sad. Yeah, you think it would be a happy song would help you would want to get that out of it, but no, you want yeah. something that. It's kind of like your feeling. Well, it's kind of like you know that other people right. have been through. You know, um, that's what I always like. And like, literally, living in Omaha, being uh, depressed, hating my current situation, my job, my life—not my life, not like suicidal, angry, but like you know, just your being, place in it, my place in the world. Yeah. 
but then listening to literally Bright Eyes or Cursive, who were literally just a couple of years ahead of me in the same spot, and now I saw them, you know, that they were on their way up and out, you know, or whatever, uh, made me feel very, very, really helped me out, you know, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Uh, do you remember the first CD you ever bought? Was uh, it before that, maybe? I think it was maybe the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Sick, yeah. That's Limp Biscuit, right? Yeah, that's yes. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, wow. Things my way. That's my right. way or the highway. The first one was U2. The first Mission Impossible was a U2 song? Really? That, that did the... Because at least for the first couple Mission Impossibles, well, it was yeah. U2 doing the music. Oh, the, really? I just... Have you guys... Do you guys keep up with those movies? The Mission so, Impossible. No, I lost. I stopped at two. I love Me two, too. but that's weird. I think yeah. I've heard they're like really great and yeah. like uh, in the I top tier of franchise really? action yeah. films. I just haven't gotten around to them. Uh, it's funny because I, I I never connected with James Bond at all, but I mm-hmm. love the Mission Impossible. Movies. What about Junior? But I love James Bond Junior. Yeah, the yeah. cartoon series, of course. But uh, but what's funny is that like I for saying today I love Mission Impossible. Uh, until Saturday, I was three movies behind. You know, yeah. so, like I hadn't seen one in oh, almost yeah, yeah. ten that's years. More that's, than a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying the fact that I got those sitting there. Someday yeah. I'll be able to get around to them. And I think they're him. I think they're all really good. And for all the shit he's he's a uh, weird about, I I think Tom Cruise is very watchable. <laughs> I think him and yeah. Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames have like. Uh, like a threesome, like a dynamic that I you I have not seen like that in another movie. You know, Tom Cruise uh, is great. great as long as he's on a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as, re- <laughs> as long as he's reading dialogue, yeah, and not talking yeah. off his noggin. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's weird because I I was actually a big bit James Bond fan as a kid. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Who is your Who is your favorite Bond? Or f- did you have one then? Or I do you think have one it now? was Timothy Dalton. I love that. He answer. was yeah. the lead yeah, up. He was sick. the one before Pierce. He was right? before Pierce, and so, he looked yeah. a lot like Pierce. So he sort of set the template for. Pierce. Yeah, right. Uh, I loved the uh, fuck. What was it? The one where he was fighting the drug, the license to kill. License to kill. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. a really good. That was my favorite. Um, but I, f- I thought that like, oh yeah, I like James Bond, so I'm just gonna listen to all the soundtracks. That's yeah. gonna be the music that I'm into. And then I realized I bought like the the world is not enough soundtrack. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is boring. It was, yeah. it was so it's weird. Just like enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, well, they're not as cool without that awesome intro. Right, you know choreography. Mm-hmm. Of all right, the, that's all you need, and then whatever single well, they like, do for games. The, yeah. yeah, one of them had that. Was it American Woman? Right, wasn't that one? Didn't that was Austin Powers? Oh, that was Austin Powers. Yeah, that's how much I like Bond. I mix Lenny up. Kravitz on the Spy Who Shagged Me soundtrack. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, all I know is Wings. Which one did they do? That's Paul McCartney's other band, right? Live and Let Die. Yeah. Oh, really? from, oh yeah, that's uh, it. From what Bond die. movie was that? Living oh fuck! Die. I never realized that was like the song for that movie. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I didn't know it was for the James Bond movie that, called Living Let Die. That was Roger Moore. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. I remember Gold. Uh, I almost said Bond. Gold. Golden Gold. Eye, Goldfinger, yeah. Man with a Golden Gun. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Boy, Jesus, they love gold. <laughs> yeah, gold. Which one was it? Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Who was that? Which is Goldfinger? There we go. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. One of the first ones. The band Goldfinger. Yeah. It was like what they did that. What's that? They did the soundtrack for Goldeneye. No, no, they no, they just did a really good. It was a good song. I just Ah. like the idea that song from Tony Hawk is also like the lead song from a fucking (laughs) Goldeneye. One of the few ones that I've watched of the older ones, and it's they're really funny to watch because it's so 
Well, it's like that, real. That, what if yeah. J- what if James Bond had to stop a villain who like took over Van's <laughs> skate park, and so he has to skateboard like it's a skateboarding James Bond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be a good movie. That would oh, be yeah. right. I think I did. Double O seven twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, work. Yeah, Math yeah. Is there. The woman he fucks is named Misty Five Forty, right? Isn't that <laughs> that's a, not a sexual thing, but it is a skateboard trick. Uh, the uh, I did watch one of the most recent James Bonds, Skyfall, that one, and I really mm. enjoyed it. But a lot of people who like apparently James Bond movies were like, oh, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. You know, I don't know what I got. Is it still Craig, Daniel Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one in a long and time. And he's going to in the next one. But the next one's being written or at least uh, one of the writers on it is uh, Phoebe Bridge Waller. Is that her name? Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag, the actress from Fle- the oh, wrote and directed Fleabag. Okay. Um, and she's I love her like style. So I think that could be really interesting to have a, a female voice behind James Bond. That could be interesting for once yeah. out of fucking 30, 40 movies or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So you got these. Uh, what, what was the deal with Neil Young? Is that something you literally found in your sister's cabinet? Or is that what did you connect there? Yeah, I just liked uh, my dad and my sister both like Neil Young. And he went across all generations. I yeah. Think, you know, yeah. sort of like he was I'm, playing with Pearl Jam when I was a kid in the like, mid 90s. Right. But also, my dad could pl- could pick old man on the guitar, you know, and like we could uh-huh. listen to that, you know. Yeah, as a, I mean, I have to say, as like a, as an old man himself now, yeah, it's yeah. kind of you know not as good as it was. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have to save the earth. It's not like <laughs> as uh, rocking as it was, but I remember it was. I think uh, everybody knows this is nowhere, and my okay. sister, I think, uh, or my dad had a CD of that, and I would play it in my room and. Yeah, I just liked it. I just yeah. the and his voice, the way he, you know, mm-hmm. made that intentional decision to to sing um falsetto. Falsetto, yeah. Uh that was yeah, I connected with it. There was a he has, what's that song? Uh Hero uh I've been searching for a heart of gold. Heart yeah. of gold is that what it's called? Yeah. so my dad, I that's one of those songs. We talked about this I think on the show a couple weeks ago. It was one of those songs that I never heard the Neil Young version. I only heard my dad playing it on guitar oh, really? like, around the house. I mean, eventually, but when I was a kid. Right. And when my dad would sing it around the house, when he would play it, he'd always sing, I've been to Hollywood, I've been to Glenwood, because my hometown is called Glenwood. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Right? And so I just thought that was a lyric. And the first time I remember hearing it on like the cassette or something, I was like, what the fuck? I've read what? What the hell are you talking about, <laughs> Neil? Your fucking dad song up here, buddy. Did he also sing in falsetto? Uh, my dad's not a hot singer, so he just kind of, he he talked it kind of, you know. Uh, he got it out, you know. Okay. He, he knew the chords. He was working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our friend Luke, Luke Ritter, great singer-songwriter. Yeah. Uh, he can do a great uh, Neil Young Impression. I only know Harvest. Good album. Yeah, that's great. First song we danced to at our wedding was uh, uh, Harvest Moon. Oh, yeah. that's a good wedding yeah, a good song. Yeah. yeah. Last song we danced to, uh, No Children by the Mountain Goats. Really fun song. <laughs> you know that one? Uh, okay, goddamn. So you're growing up. You're At this point, What was it tough leaving Arlington to go to... Did you leave like a core group of friends? What grade were you in? I was going into seventh grade. Damn, that's yeah. a heavy time. So mm-hmm. I lost... I mean... Most of my friends were in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were going to say Navy. In the Navy. <laughs> they all shipped out anyway. So. <laughs> it's a Virginia well, it's a military. Thing. I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah, D.C. Yeah. yeah. There's a war, you hide of the war on terror. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know anybody in Minnesota. Didn't have any uh, kids my age that I knew. Did mm-hmm. you go um, to Minnesota like 
for family stuff prior to moving out there? Like, yeah, I had maybe been like random. Yeah, I had been a few times, mostly to Wilmer, where my dad is from. What part of the state is that? It's western. It's near uh, okay. South Dakota. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay. You ever go to South Dakota? You guys ever go? I to have the... been. Yeah, my my grandparents are from there. Oh yeah. Uh, Irene oh. is where my grandpa, Your grandma. Uh, grandfather's from Irene. My grandma is from a farm. Okay. The, yeah. the all I know about South Dakota, Flintstone Village. Yeah. It's shut down now. Yeah. But... You know where it's at now? It's in Arizona. Do you know this story? They uprooted the Flintstone Village and That's moved to Arizona. That's a very South Dakota thing to have we not, uproot and move yeah, this and to moved Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I, have Were we not the, talked about this on the show? You took all the photos, right? Because what? Yeah, because when I was a kid, so growing up in South of Iowa, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, we went to Flintstone Village when I was like five. Took we did the whole thing. We also went to the Badlands. We went to Mount Rushmore and Waldrug. Mm-hmm. But then we come home, and so when I was like five, there's all these photos of me at Flintstone Village. In 2009, Stacy and I are driving through Arizona, and we see a billboard that says Flintstone Village up here. And so we pull over, and we're like, "Whoa, this is!" I know. I the whole time I'm looking, I'm at, telling Stacy, I'm like, "This is just like the one they have in South Dakota. That's crazy." And so when I go to, we go to the gift shop, and I go to check out, and I tell the guy at the counter, I'm like, "You know, there's one of these in South Dakota that's exactly the same." And he's like, "No, not anymore. It's this one." He's like, "That was my parents. Oh. My parents owned it." And then when they they retired, and and my my sister and I had moved <laughs> down here. So we just moved it all down here. And I was like, what are the fucking... It's like running right? into a kid you went to school with or something. I kind of like the idea. In another, you know, yeah. like in another city. Yeah. Ugh, fucking oh, fucking so weird. That's weird. Yeah. Running into people from oh, yeah. from school when you're on vacation or something. Sure. Do you ever go back? Did you ever see the kids in Virginia again? Yeah, I would go back uh, sometimes. Last time I was there, uh, 2012. Okay. I would go back. And so you've kind of kept in touch with them. Yeah, I've kept in touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess younger, being young, like with Facebook and stuff, as you get older, it's easier to like see everybody, you know? It's not the same right. as like when yeah. you, like when you were a kid, when you, you lived in Marshalltown for a minute, right? When you did, when you went left Des Moines, was it yeah. kind of like, see you later, assholes? Pretty like, much, yeah. You yeah. di- disappear, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, MySpace didn't really pop off until yeah. I was probably, I don't know, five years out of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of weird, like slowly reconnecting with people via yeah. MySpace. I think about that with like people who, because I, I went to the same school, like I, my first day of kindergarten, same school I graduated high school from. And so like uh, oh. every once in a while, I think of people who like moved and we're friends. They'd stay the night at our house. Yeah. We'd see him for like, like two years and then they'd just move somewhere and you would never think of that person ever again, you know? Uh, it's I don't know. I mean, it, to me, that's all I'm used to, but I just, I wonder about that, you know? Or you or it'd be some girl would like move to Omaha and then you'd run into him at like the mall in high school and you're like, holy shit, Lindsay got, like, she's gorgeous now, you know? And they're like, who? And I'm like, Lindsay from fourth grade. Her brother was an asshole, you know? Like, <laughs> it was so weird how like, I don't know. I was that that was a, being never moving as a kid. I know I never knew that end of it. Did you guys move around once you got to Minnesota? Or did you just no? We stuck. Time? We yeah. Uh, we plop in St. Paul, and yeah. my parents have moved since then. They have they've moved uh, actually to the uh, Commodore, which oh. is an old hotel. Now it's apartments. Oh. So they have an apartment there, and it's where Fitzgerald F. Scott Fitzgerald would get hammered every oh, day. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, is that wait? Is that in St. Paul or Minnesota? St. Paul? Oh yeah, wow! Yeah. I feel like I love Minneapolis. It's one of my favorite cities mm-hmm. in the country. I don't really have any reference point for St. Paul. I'm sure I've gone over there and stuff. It is but... um, 
the big thing about St. Paul is that it's next to Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, that's good. You ever think, uh, uh, like, Rochester is ever, like, trying to campaign to make it the triplet cities? You think that'd be a <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty long scoop. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, Apple Valley is trying Apple, to get yeah, all yeah. cocky might, or something. Yeah. They might. I mean, the population, most, I'd say... At least when I lived there, the most the you know the population of the Twin Cities breaks maybe a million. Okay. Like if you combine the two yeah. actual cities proper, but then the surrounding areas where most people live. Sure, sure. The suburbs are because there's two major cities, yeah. so yeah, yeah, totally. a ton of suburbs. Yeah. The uh, big fan of that Valley Fair. Valley, yeah, I, I went there a few times. What's this? Is this a park? It's a amusement park. Yeah. Ooh, okay. You a big amusement park head? I not so much. I got you know roller coasters kind of. Scared me. There's actually a picture. I don't know if we still have it, but there's a picture of me when I was like on my eighth or ninth birthday. We mm-hmm. went to uh, King's Dominion in in Virginia, mm-hmm. and there they take you know those little pictures. Yeah, when yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. And going? there's one of me just with a terrified look on <laughs> my face as we're going up. Uh, I was just seeing uh, Facebook memories. You know, they throw back. Uh, Three years ago uh, was when uh, Albert Kirchner and Nick Poopo and I just went to that. Uh, Ohio, one? Ohio one. What's it called? Uh, the the big one in Ohio. That's Six lines? no. Right. It's just roller coasters. There's nothing mm. else. Uh, and that's I just good. But I looked at this photo and I was like, I have. You know, like sometimes you look at a picture of you as a baby and you're like, I have no connection to that. Yeah, I have no connection to that day because I'm like, no way am I going to ride nine roller coasters in one afternoon. That's not me. That's not my mentality or my personality. Then you did it. But I did it that whole fucking because I think because I'd been on the road for three weeks with these guys that I'm friends with, but I didn't really know. And we were all brain rotted. And then I'm right. like, yeah, let's go. We got free tickets to this roller coaster park. And so I just rode roller coasters the whole time. But looking at these photos, I was like, nah, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> you know, it's like when some like when you have to go through a funeral and you're like, yeah. boy, I don't I couldn't go through that. And you're like, well, you did, buddy. And you're like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. no proof up here, you know. Uh, especially if you're the corpse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they keep throwing dirt on you. You're like, hey, buddy, I'm down here. Uh, I uh, OK, so. What else? What, what other shit were you gonna do when you were a kid? Then, if you were, if your sister was older and once she hit college, mm-hmm. uh, did you kind of get that like uh, only child treatment and stuff? Were you like kind of a solo, or did you find kids quick in St. Paul to like buddy up with? Um, I I had trouble making friends. Yeah, until you wrote that eraser bit, right? And then you're <laughs> like, hey, what's this thing made of? You know, and then they're crushing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I had uh, some friends in in junior high. It's a small school, it's close knit, but in high school, also a very small school. Yeah, but I still um, quite impressive, actually. I still managed to go two years before I really had a group of friends there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so most of my weekends were sitting on the couch with my folks watching Bill Moyers Journal. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is that? Bill Moyer, he's uh, it was on PBS. Bill Moyer, it, Bill Moyer, pretty PBS. I don't remember the. I, I don't know. Tell me either. about this show because I bet it'll jog something. It's he was a, he's a plump man from Texas, but he's very progressive. Uh, was he the guy journalist. that got in the car and drove around the country? No, but that, that was that style that of same kind of thing, right? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's just like journalism, like independent journalism okay. and stuff. That's cool. Um, and you're you're very political, fellas. Your family very political and stuff like that. Did you is that a, kind of in the house, uh, or did you find your own way as you got older? I th- I would say my sister influenced me there too. Mm-hmm. I got I mean uh, I I sort of became politicized as she was way at, at college, but uh, she definitely 
set the uh, set the agenda for me, like things to be mm-hmm. to value, you know. Yeah, but same yeah. with my my parents; they're not they're not as political as I am, but they are people who uh, you know taught me about um, uh, gender from a young age, sure. or like you know treat women equally and and that sort of thing. And uh, so, yeah, they're. they're Sort of political people. My mom's actually was a civil rights attorney. She's re- oh, wow. retired now. That's uh, funny. That's not, that, that's huge, anyways. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to uh, the culture. Yeah, teaching yeah. you that. Yeah. You got any good Iowa shade Whoa. jokes after living in uh, Minnesota? Mostly or, Wisconsin ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I saved my. Uh, you did have some good my ire for Wisconsin. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. I, I, because I, I just did a whole, I did a run up in Wisconsin, and kind of what I've, it was yeah, exactly <laughs> what I learned was. Minnesota hates Wisconsin. Wisconsin hates Iowa. Iowa hates Nebraska, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then, and Nebraska is just, they don't give a fuck about anybody other than themselves. So it kind of ends there. You know what I mean? Wait, but Wisconsin like, hates Iowa more than Minnesota? Uh, from what I noticed, yeah. Like, they don't even really border each other. Just a little, yeah. Oh, okay. Over on the, that, okay. the northwest, but, or northeast, but, uh, but yeah, that, the, everywhere I would go there, I'd be like, oh, I'm from Iowa, and it'd be like a boo, like a real, Set I didn't get thing. that in Madison. No, well, Madison's like a, a hippie city, though. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I was in, oh, uh, it might be sports, like yeah. University of Iowa. It might have some sort of a yeah. sports element too. But I thought that was interesting. Well, that's, that's our border wars, man. Yeah, that's yeah. our replace. Well, it was supposed to be our replacement for wars. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Did you ever uh, play any sports or anything like that? Uh, I was pretty uncoordinated. I did play a little basketball mm-hmm. as a kid, and uh, I, when I was in my early teens, I played baseball. I was an oh. outfielder. So were you a uh, Kevin Garnett fan then? I was, yeah, sure. a big KG fan. I, rem- yeah. I went to the game, a few of the games, and he would do this thing. He, you know, he'd uh, throw powder on mm-hmm. the oh, journalists, yeah, yeah. and uh, he would always like, you know, most. I remember once pre-game, mm-hmm. we got uh, lucky. We got to go like. The the team runs in. Oh yeah, uh, and all the other um, Timberwolves would like high five people, and he didn't do that. He just like put his hoodie down <laughs> and made a made like a fist, and then ran in. Oh wow, um, that's man. He could learn a thing or two from Zerbiak, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, the Candyman. One time when I worked no, at the when I worked at the uh, gas station in college. Uh, we had a kid whose car broke down, mm-hmm. and he was apparently a he was a basketball player. And for all I know, he's a superstar. Oh, I know now. this story. Yeah, he was he was a basketball player for um Georgetown, I think, or George Washington or something. But him and a friend were driving across the country. Their car broke down in Ames, Iowa, and so he called his cousin from Minnesota to come pick him up. His cousin was Kevin Garnett, and so wow. all of a sudden, Kevin Garnett and like nine other dudes come in like a like a f- fucking black SUV that Holy was like shit. the biggest coolest vehicle ever. Yeah, and it's like two in the morning, and he Gar- he Kevin doesn't come in, but the whole entourage come in, and they're like, oh hey, and they're and then his friend, so like the kid is the cousin of him. The other his friend that's with him the whole time is like he's not really here, right? KG didn't come. He's not coming. Your cousin's really here, and it was so exciting. And then I just gave him so much free soda and candy all night, you know, just yeah. hoping I'd get a chance to hang out with Kevin Garnett. But nah, uh, but very excited. And I've tried to figure. You know. out, I'd love to know if that kid was like you know some that kid's like a superstar in the NBA now. And I, my story is you know yeah. I well, just saw him. Makes sense to give him all that candy, you know. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. That's right. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> Would you other? What about hockey? A big hockey head up there? Or? I, I hockey always kind of uh, bored me. It feels a little tedious, yeah. you know, because the, the scoring is so seldom. Um, but I will tell you this: there is a oh, that's right. I yeah. didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, 
uh, since I when I was 14 years old, mm-hmm. and I was starting at my uh, performing arts high school that I went to, struggling through ballet class. Oh wow! I would start reading in the newspaper about another Anders Lee, <laughs> who was an incredible hockey player. As a freshman, he was like I think the most valuable player in the state tournament, oh. something like that. Uh, he also played football, which was my favorite sport. I didn't yeah, play it, yeah. but I loved watching football. Still do. Um, and he was a quarterback, and, and then he graduated, gets drafted into the NHL, uh, and he was in uh, Notre Dame for a while, big NCAA hockey player. And then right as I'm moving here to New York, he gets um, signed by the New York Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> so not so long ago, I was fucking waiting tables uh, a few blocks away from the um, downtown Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, Barclays. Center. Barclays, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Where he was, you know, making millions of dollars, wow. <laughs> shooting hockey goals. I love it. I think, you of think that... he's ever watched your comedy? Oh, there's he no has. Way. He has to have. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Emily Winter oh, uh, wow. texted me uh, this a couple of years ago, but they ran into him and his family, I guess, at a restaurant. Wow. And, um, she told him about like, hey, I know another Anders Lee is a comedian. And the other Anders Lee's mom was like, oh, yeah, we know him. We've seen him <laughs> online. The comedian with the finger up his nose. Because <laughs> one of my headshots yeah. is me picking my nose. Yeah, if he funny, great headshot. If he funny, she's you. like, Anders Lee here, Anders Lee here. You know, like yeah. she loves it. She knows your punchlines and stuff, yeah. too. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's Something yeah. tells me he's not a communist, but yeah. so he might find <laughs> some pot in America. That but, story turned out way better than the, yeah, uh, yours. The sports personality that I share a name with. Mm. He didn't get Ready canceled. He, he didn't he get canceled. Died. He passed away. Oh, yeah. He was a R. kicker. R. Yeah. Punter. Punter. Punter for Penn hey, State. Hey, you got to kick to punt, you know. Uh-huh. Did uh, he go pro? No. Uh, <laughs> well, depends on your what your uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, faith he got, is. <laughs> he got drafted by the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> hey Oh, fuck. Uh, we'll allow it. Uh, a lot of times I edit out all references to him, but that's a good one. If his family heard that, they'd laugh. Wait, capital H-I-M? Yeah. Uh, uh, this is a secular podcast. The only other Patrick Hasty is uh, lives in Atlanta, Georgia, works for Macy's Corporate, and every time he buys something at Best Buy, I get the rewards points, and that's nice. all I know about him. Nice. I send him messages to try to come to my shows when I go to Atlanta. He's never replied, but he seems to be okay. Does online. he know that you're scooping this? Uh, oh, I don't think he knows the Best Buy app, app part of Ooh. it, you know. But I, he's he knows I'm alive. Uh, there's also now a boxer in Scotland, like a gold, like a junior boxer named Patrick Hasty, and so I get a lot of Google I can box alerts. Juniors, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I can take out a kid for sure. Uh, oh, you got to do it in the first couple rounds. I don't have the cardio for. No, right? Three. You love cardio though. Uh, he <laughs> likes Dio anywhere, but especially in the car. Uh, <laughs> You said you were went to a performing arts high school. I did. So you did ballet. What else did you do? Or I, was it just ba- was that your focus? Or actually, no. It, it was uh, acting was my focus. <laughs> oh, but they okay. four years of dance were required. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took um, hip hop yeah. for a semester. Sure. I did. We had to take Pilates because we didn't have a gym class. This is true. That's I cool. heard that Pilates is a guy. His name is a. There's a dude named Pilates. Yeah, Joseph Pilates. Yes. Doesn't that sound like the joke? In like the average, yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, like oh, invented by yeah, Joe yeah. Pilates. Yeah, I don't know Joe <laughs> Pilates, but that's real, right? He's a real guy, he's a German guy, yeah. And he used like uh, the springs off of mattresses is how he invented it, right? I think he had a an injury in his back, or so. I did a report on that's him. That's so weird to me. Yeah, he had an injury for his back, and he invented this exercise technique that yeah. could also like heal your muscles. Wow, do you still use it? 
No. Nah, never, <laughs> not once, not since pretty I do then. yoga, but oh, sure. not the same thing. I uh, do some acting, too, still, right? I yeah, I do some acting, yeah. Your uh, vice Oh, oh that's right. That yes. Was freaking awesome. For that me was really TV. Really funny. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I took a lot of acting. Shakespeare. Did you do like oh, plays? Yeah. Like, did yeah, you, I was in plays. Did you do anything? Any big plays? Um, or you, big roles? You can't take it with you. I was the dad. One of oh. the, uh, not the lead, but the, the son-in-laws. You know, you have to see the show. Is you can't, is you can't take it with you? Is that the World War II one? It's, I think, uh, right it, before they, World War II. Oh, that's not yeah. what I'm thinking of then. I'm thinking of the one where they come home from World War II. It's a different thing. N- yeah, this okay. is right before. Hmm. Uh, it's a good show. Yeah. Actually, so in my solo show, which, depending on who's asking, is sure. a play. Um, oh, is that the name of it? Depending on who's, who's asking, asking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a play. <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, I do talk about a tap and taiko fusion dance, oh. taiko Japanese drumming. Uh, that I was um, forced to do in sure. high school. So, you know, that's a shout out to Dummy, which you can see maybe at some point sure. in the future. Oh, yeah. Follow Dummy Hyphen Solo Show. Dummy Hyphen um, Solo Show. Yeah, this is, I was not too good. Do you think you could pick up dancing still? Are you still a little limber fella and stuff? I, I, so here's the thing, and this has been true my whole life. I can dance. Like, I can move. I have mm-hmm. a very nimble, you know, sort of repertoire. But... I can't learn choreography. No muscle memory. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. It was a real challenge. So you're kind of a they, free, free form. Yes, right? free That's form. Fun. Exactly. Like they ever put you in, in uh, was there like a musical theater too that uh, you had to do? I you did a little. You just... I can sing. Yeah, I I was in, uh, yeah, I, I was in musical theater as a little kid in, in Arlington and uh, sang in the choir. A lot. Okay. They um, just kind of just brushed over uh, any choreography on that. For you? No, I would have to learn it. It would just oh, take me yeah. like five times longer than everyone else. Yeah, I I can remember. I mean, I never really did any of it to a degree, but there'd be that week in gym class where they're like, "We got to learn to dance." God, none of, I couldn't even fucking line dance. No, yeah. yeah. Well, that's like I remember when I was in I was in Taekwondo for a little bit, and I the forms that I had to do were like you'd have to memorize this whole thing to get your next belt, and I can still do that. Like I could do it right now. Because it's like you beat it into your head so much at the time, uh, but like if somebody wanted to fight me at that time, I couldn't have fought them. You know, yeah. If they would have come at me the exact pattern I'm doing, maybe I could have hit them in the nose or something. But uh, that stuff's all still up there in my head. You know, could you? Can you remember lines? If you can't learn choreography, I'm pretty good about lines. lines. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's I good. can do that. Yeah. Fatalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you? Uh, so you still like you still. I mean, you, would you still do acting and stuff like that? Like on Today? camera stuff, but yeah, like do you still, is that a thing? Do you ever go out for auditions and stuff like that now? No, see, I, I studied it in college, uh, and then when I graduated, I uh, thought about it, but I was like, I just, I think I'm too stubborn to, mm-hmm. do, to be a professional actor, because, uh, and also like, because, spe- you know, taking direction, I don't always, you yeah, know, I, that was a big issue, like I would not, uh, I would be too hard-headed about the the director's choices. Yeah. Um, but also like spending all your time in auditions, mm-hmm. waiting for auditions, like open mics are pretty brutal, but at it's, least, it's at like least a, you're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. in charge. Yeah. And it's like a, so it's also like a, like a social circle. Right. Right. Yeah. 
I think it would be funny to see you. Like, uh, you know, you get a great role. You're on, like, uh, I don't know, like, Succession this season, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then every scene you walk in, you're just like, Anders Lee here. <laughs> and then they're like, Cody, is that you? And you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> you still have to <laughs> hit the thing. Uh, that's that's crazy. Did you, um, so being in at a performing arts high school, uh, was everybody there kind of like a cool artist weirdo, you know? Yeah. Or was yeah, there anybody, is, it, was there anyone there who was just kind of like, forced to be there yes. and then okay my friend my only oh, friend yeah. <laughs> my first two years of high school was a guy who everybody hated because mm-hmm. he was had been a jock mm-hmm. and he played football at a, a suburban high school and he got brain damage from taking oh, too many painkillers and so he's sent to the performing arts high school and i was his only friend yeah uh, so was there are there sports teams no. at the performing no. arts no 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 what happens if a kid wants to you know like maybe for college uh, or something if they want to take like a sport uh would you have to do like a rick or something maybe i think or? you could do it at other schools yeah, yeah which i tried affiliated to do schools where yeah i tried to do that my freshman year because i really wanted to play football that yeah. was my dream and uh thankfully my mom decided against it because sure. i was Vikings or obliterated Redskins? Vikings. Vikings, yeah. good. That's a good way to break in <laughs> right. that situation. Because I'm appropriating my own culture. Like, that's, yeah, you know, that's... exactly. We're being racist has... against ourselves. Yeah. Oh, you know? okay, if, that's if the Ojibwe's, <laughs> If the Ojibwe's uh, wanted to make their team the Redskins, that's fine. But, like, a white guy named Daniel Snyder... Exactly. Know, see, you guys were there. I was like, well, one of them has three Super Bowl rings. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, who was so you know, growing up I, was like Chris Carter. Was that like your boy and uh, Randy Moss? Randy Moss. Yeah. I like going to Chris Carter first. But, uh, <laughs> well, like Randy all he does Moss is and touchdowns. Da, uh, yeah. Dante Culpepper is that right? Dante Culpepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Culpepper was, was the man. Yeah, right. Yep. He had one of the biggest years ever. The '98 year or whatever. No, it was like 2002. Was that the one where they go to the NFC Championship? No, you're the- thinking of uh, uh, Randall Cunningham. That was Randall Cunningham. In '98 when he oh, won. Oh, '98. Yeah, 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 you're right. Took I him guess. to the conference championship. Yeah, yep. I just remember uh, when I was watching that. Cole Pepper took him to one conference championship against the Giants. Mm. Oh, the donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a rough. But uh, he had a monster year and then just shredded his knee. And yeah. Was- Never the same. Yeah, the Bengals. I loved his old. Uh, he had a good marketing thing with the. Oh, oh yeah, his sure. touchdown dance. Yeah, yeah, he do that a was little his like, Anders Lee here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He do a tumble. What would that be called? A t- how can we explain it? Uh, uh, like a tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. Tootsie yes, roll. Yeah, like the tootsie roll. That, do the tootsie that roll. That quickly picked up speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fun times. That's the only team. The Chiefs. Beating the Super Bowl was the Vikings. The only time we ever won a Super Bowl. That's my team. Is yeah. I had, like the Kansas City Chiefs. Wait, didn't he um, win more than one against us? Mm-mm. No, it was uh, just one. And then first, we lost that was, a, that was the, the first team that the Raiders beat. In the yeah, Super Bowl. Vikings right. lost two Super Bowls early on, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Four. I think we lost first three. Lost yeah, four. four. Yeah. Oh, four. Okay. With Frankenton, uh, Fran, Fran Tarkenton, Fran Tarkenton, yeah. not Frankenton. And then Lynn Dawson. <laughs> That's like when they decide to resurrect him with a bunch of other parts of quarterback. Lynn Dawson won that Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl where like. He didn't show up to any. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he, that's the Super Bowl. He didn't show up to any. He was just a drunk. He didn't show up to they, any pregame stuff. He just showed up when the game started, and then like was like hungover yeah. and won the Super Bowl. They all were. It's yeah. pretty fun. Like old, those old NFL yeah. films, old Raiders. They yeah. just like smoked cigarettes and fucking were out drinking. Like Kenny Stabler was. Yeah. Showing up hungover like every Sunday, and then just left it all. And on then the field. later he got into a, 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 a special victims unit. Stabler, right? Him and Olivia. <laughs> It's like a reference to TV. Yeah. Uh, what was your TV you were watching when yeah. you were a kid? 
Uh, so my TV time was, it was called TV time. TV time, yeah. idea. And you're just watching that fella going around doing these think pieces. <laughs> I, I Googled them. I don't recognize yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, so you had regimented TV time? Yes. This is a little before that. When I was a little kid, I had only half an hour oh, wow. on weekdays. That's I, smart. Would you use it yeah. like seven minutes at a time so you could try to see a little bit of three different shows? I should have. That would have been smart, I right? wasn't smart enough, yeah. Uh, I would usually spend it on either... For a while, it was Doug was yeah, my go-to. Oh, yeah. But then Simpsons, Simpsons of was course, yeah. priority. Um, so that's when you should hit up your parents be like, um, since I only get a half hour of TV, can we get premium cable? Sure, so yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. to waste 30% of my TV allotment watching advertisements? Yes, yeah, that's there you go. Which you don't want me seeing these advertisements anyway. Right. No, right? That's, see, if I was smart, I would have said, yeah, the, we, we whittle out the advertisements and I get an extra 10 minutes. Right? Yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, Doug Simpsons, that was good. Were you big Simpsons? I was, oh, yeah. It's so, yeah. Do you, did you, when did you get out or are you still into it? Do you still follow it? I got out actually around the time we moved to Minnesota, which I consider, I, I don't know if this is just my state of mind or, mm-hmm. or like this is actually when it happened, but that's when I really think it jumped the shark. Okay. It's 2003. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right around the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Was like, it's real, like, down years yeah. yeah leading up to the movie basically yeah right. that's what are, i feel those i can years. remember being i graduated in 2000 so that's a really big deline- delineating line in my mm-hmm. life and i can remember not too long after that being like these aren't yeah, yeah. i still like the ones up until like oh two yeah. yeah but then that's when it got i think that and maybe i'm wrong but when i know that when i got the uh, fx app and i started doing the every symptoms ever yeah there is from that era like oh three oh four oh five there are a bunch of like episodes that i really like and i've found that most of those ones are dana gould has a lot to do with because that was when he was a writer on the show yeah um but the show also got kind of really dark at the times like then not like family guy dark where it's like an abortion joke yeah but just like where storylines would get heavy and dark and i like that uh but the for me the jump the the turn was when they changed the opening they at that at some point they made they changed the whole opening and it went from being a what is a great full screen to being a widescreen production and pretty much any of those I'm like okay yeah at this point it's all different everything feels right. different you know and I'll still watch a new episode from time to time and stuff like that but oh, it's yeah, not yeah. the same uh, I've watched a good chunk of the newer season and it's yeah it's solid yeah. as far as like if you just want to put something on and yeah you, it would be know. I would be and in, again it's kind of like uh, sorry uh, nope. but it's kind of like we were talking about with uh, Orange is the New Black yeah where the characters are going to carry a lot more of the show yeah. than like the plot, whatever the, the story writing. is. Yeah. So it's like ah, good Ralph joke, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And then you laugh, and then a good be, Millhouse joke. It would be interesting if they did what Doctor Who did, where like every time they would like kind of start a new, or like every once in a while they kind of like brought in young writers all the time. But it's still a lot of that same old guard writers. So it's like like whenever they step in it, which The Simpsons steps in it all the time with stuff. It's because they've got these guys that were like, we're punk rock in 1987. Yeah. Now trying to lead the conversation in you right. know, 30 years later. Yeah, it's so yeah. Same thing when you read interviews with punk rockers from 1987. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's what I just watched a documentary about Woodstock. And it, and it was and I was watching through the whole thing. And all I kept thinking was like, these are all like fucking ba- boomer Trump supporters now. Like all outs. these people who are out there talking about all this stuff. It's like, oh, that's just when they still thought the world was theirs, you know? Uh, very, very bummer. Right, which yeah. is the the Simpsons are Marge and Homer are baby boomers. They're yeah. supposed to be baby boomers, and a lot of people 
use this as a delineating point, but the episode in which they have to uh, sort of recycle yeah. and they ha- they do it so they're Gen Xers mm-hmm. and they go like do a 90s flashback, which yeah. you know, I love the yeah. 90s. I love the 90s sure, nostalgia, sure, yeah. but Marge and Homer are not yeah. Gen Xers. They did not, yeah. you know, they were not in their 20s, 30s and the 90s. It's such a not like well, like the way they, and I love, like, I don't know. Well, it's like, just funny how, I mean, it's a 30 year show yeah. and it's animated and it's set in the real world yeah. right. to a degree. Right. So like, but so Homer is always 37 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 34. I think. Yeah. But he, I mean, depending on when it's written, yeah, his teenage years are going to be yeah. in a different. Decade. Well, that's like yeah. if the Simpsons were Gen Xers, then a huge part of their childhood would have been the Simpsons, you know, like a huge part of their early twenties. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really interesting about that. Whereas I think another show, like I think King of the Hill could have found a way to pull it off for 30 years. Like I feel like the way their stories were written and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it would have I feel like it could have done it. Yeah. Except for it's kind of weird uh, getting into the later seasons. Oh, because you're rewatching it all yeah, still yeah. right King now. Of yeah, Hill? King of the Hill. King yeah. of the Hill. Uh, from like season 10 on, all of a sudden cell phones just pop up. Oh, yeah. That's throughout funny. the show yeah. where like there was a problem. And they, I mean, yeah. yeah, you're going to have cell phones. People have cell phones. But it's just kind of funny that you know, yeah, yeah. That you're seeing where the culture is lining up with the show, and then all of a sudden, Hank's talking on a cell phone. I, uh, you know, like when you watch something. On, sometimes when you watch something on YouTube, it'll like mm-hmm. just automatically start the next thing. Yeah. Uh, and a thing that got pushed to me was uh this video about, and it was it was it's a real. I don't. It's one of those things where I don't pay attention to YouTube channels and stuff. But whoever does this, if he does a lot of videos like this, I think it's great. But it was this idea of like, why is the set? Why is The Simpsons still on? But it wasn't like, let's get, that's my thesis. Let's get to the bottom of why this show is still being made. But instead, it kind of goes deep into like all of the crazy weirdness that The Simpsons have created over the years. And like things like The Simpsons meme, cult, like gift culture mm-hmm. around The Simpsons. Yeah. And like all these Instagrams that are like, uh, there's like an Instagram apparently that's just like uh, Silent Springfield or something. And it's just like screenshots from random episodes, but they're like these beautiful. Like it'd be like the quickie mart, like a quick shot of the quickie uh, mart who needs at a night. Quickie mart. Yeah, right. Uh, with like no, there's no cast members in it. It's just the quickie mart at night with like the moon, and it. But it like it looks like a beautiful like cart like drawing. Yeah, yeah. And and it was this whole thing about like how the art that the Simpsons has created outside of the art is has nothing to do now with what the show is doing. But there's all this other stuff being oh, created yeah. because of the show. Um, right. And I thought, and that well, was very interesting. Not only that, but The Simpsons now mm-hmm. is—it's uh, kind of like uh, how Sports Center has changed. Well, where how so? It's—it's it's almost being made to sure you're going to have the original run, yeah, 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 yeah. But we're also making it so we can take this and throw it on YouTube. Yeah, you're and right. This chunk and throw it on YouTube. Same reason they have all of the like. Uh, two to three minute couch gags mm-hmm, now yeah. with guest directors yeah. and animators that come in to do it and, and sure. stuff like that. It's just like, you know, because how we yeah. take stuff in is different. Yeah. It, I See, I loved the Simpsons comics growing mm-hmm. up. Like those are actually oh, yeah. some of the ones from back in the day are just as good as like yeah. Golden Age yeah, Simpsons yeah. episodes. Uh, and the books they would they would release like the Simpsons Family Album, and that's a good workaround. Bart Simpsons God, Guide to Life, because I bet yeah. you could want well, a classic. You could probably flip through comics. You didn't have TV, uh, like it doesn't count to TV time, right? So exactly, that's kind of a cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. That's yeah. a loophole. Did yeah. you were you did you read other comics too, or were you just like more? Yeah. of a, what was your what was your brand, or where'd you go in comics? I liked DC Marvel a lot. I really I had kind of obscure 
uh, characters that I liked. She's, um, Captain Marvel, the DC version, yeah. was my yeah. favorite. That's and crazy. So the, the movie that just came out, Shazam, was yeah. like so amazing. Good. It was. Yeah, I didn't. Even I thought it was amazing. Follow yeah. Shazam, and it's one of my favorites Same thing. I've seen in a while. I didn't know shit about Shazam other than where he's in, and you should yeah. know. Uh, uh, now, outside and, of some DC move cartoon yeah. movies, of course, Anders. I'm sure you're an NF or you listen to every episode, but just in case, I. I've been on a huge DC kick over the last like maybe year or so uh-huh. where now I'm like all in. And uh, I love the G- the Justice League cartoons, but that was my only experience with Shazam or Captain Marvel was through that. And so to find out now that like I like there's I've seen all the document there's a documentary a great documentary called be, Shazam now. Yeah. And like to learn all this history that he had and stuff and like, then see the movie was like Oh fuck, yeah. He's Especially great. Especially the ending of it when you don't know about the Shazam family. Yeah, totally. And then they have that reveal. When they did that reveal in the movie and then I find out later through a comic that I was reading that that was a real thing. I thought it was just like, oh, it's cool. All of his friends got powers. But like, no, that's set up. That's part of the the lore, you know? I am curious to see how they're going to if they're going to continue making more, because they, yeah. they, they, the one of the funny parts of the movie is they don't give them a name. Yeah, as yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel, you know. Yeah, uh, it's um, they're set to do. I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're set to do uh, a Black Adam movie next. Yeah, with uh, the Rock, and then Shazam, and then and Black Shazam Adam. and Black Adam together. Uh. Um, and the little whatever it is, Caterpillar fella that's in the in scene credits. It's supposed to factor he's in. He's also stuff. in the movie. It's funny when you rewatch it because he's like in three different shots. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. I, uh, I, yeah, I, for not. Also, I, I love DC, but I hated most of these DC movies. You mean Detective um, Comics? Yeah. So, uh, yeah that's, that's a fun, like, uh, uh, you'll be even worse than the uh, Frankenstein's the Frankenstein's monster. monster guy. Yeah. You can just hang out with people that talk comics and then, oh, you mean Detective Comics? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, I, I didn't love the movies. Um, even Aquaman, which people go crazy for, I thought was just all right. That's but true. I really yeah. loved Shazam. I thought it was yeah. really cool. It's fun. Um, you know, Elvis was obsessed with him, and that's why Elvis wore his hair that way. Elvis Presley. That well, makes sense. Isn't that crazy? Not yeah. only that, but mm-hmm. if you look at the clothing, totally, it's totally. that white. I mean, that mm-hmm. is a fucking Elvis outfit. Yeah, that it's also white on red yeah. with a white cape. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cape! Yeah, yeah. totally. Isn't yeah. that he was just a huge Shazam? Not even a huge weird... comic book nerd. A huge Shazam yeah. or Captain Marvel. It's where his cape was like lace. It was yeah. like this dainty. Yeah, I, I've been. Did they have a dog? Uh, is there a Shazam dog? There's a Shazam tiger. The oh. tiger thing. I don't okay. know what it's called. But uh, I'm just a fan of when they put dogs. Crypto, dog, yeah. like crypto. The there was a super Wonder dog. dog. Super dog. Uh, I've been watching. Um, I I just started Supergirl, the CW mm-hmm. Arrowverse series, and uh, it's really good. But there's, I watched the episode just last night where they're giving her her costume, and of course, there's like a dude who's like trying to help her. Who's like the nerdy guy who's like, okay, let's build your suit, and. He, she's like, I want a cape. And he's like, no, capes are stupid. And then it shows her take off and flying and she just smashes into the side of a bridge. And he's like, ah, it's for aerodynamics. That's why the capes are there. <laughs> it was like, oh, there's a reason for the capes. It wasn't just to look cool, you know? Classic <laughs> like it was scene. Drift. That always reminds me of uh, The Incredibles. The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The no capes. Yeah, yeah. And then they show a bunch of heroes dying because of their capes. Sure. Did you have any film, if you like these comic books and stuff like that, or did you ever watch any of the like the X-Men cartoons and stuff like that? Were you into those things? Or were you just kind of into the comics, the like the actual book era, uh, elements of them? I liked some cartoons. Yeah, the X-Men, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I also loved uh, animated series, Superman the Animated. I, yeah. For some reason, Batman the Animated Series was not... 
I think that was a little before my time, and they didn't play yeah. reruns of it. So, but yeah. I do remember Superman the animated yeah. series and love that. And then like Justice yeah. League and Justice League. Those were on. So we didn't have cable as well, oh, okay, so I couldn't yeah. see it. So I just thought WB. I would see yeah. Superman the animated series. I with. like that. I'm just watching that now. It's a good one because yeah. I watched Batman when I was a kid, the animated series when I was a kid. Uh-huh. But I was a little too old by the time Superman the animated series was on television. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Ironside is Dark Side. Yeah. Well, uh, what's his name? Tim Daly is Superman yeah. from Wings. Yeah, he that guy loves flying. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I that show's good and it has some really like uh, like uh, like great episode. Like I'll watch an episode sometimes and be like, "Fuck, that was twenty two minutes. That felt like a full movie." You know, yeah. so much happened. Gripping. Just don't play the video game. Oh, is it not good? Yeah, the uh, is it on I our... tried to play that and it sucked. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the N sixty four game. It's, yeah, yeah, it's that like one of the worst video games ever. Oh, that's funny. It's, uh, like I guess the first level, all you do is fly through rings for oh. training mode, and it's, and it's really like, hard. And it's yeah. like broken, it's really yeah. hard, like to impossible. Get to the rings. That's so you never even get to play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, would you play a lot of video games? Um, I played at friends' houses. We'd oh, go yeah. over. We'd play uh, Goldeneye. Yeah, of course. Well, of yeah, course, yeah. You Super Bond. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's your guy? Who's your uh, guy? I would play with <laughs> Fox. Fox. Fox or Falco? Yeah, yes. I always felt Fox is more as a uh, more of a uh, like expert character. Really? Yeah, I always think so. Like all those guys were always harder for me to. Get Maybe down. I should have chosen another character because yeah. I always lost against yeah. my friends. Uh, I never, I, I never played uh, Smash Brothers, but I love Fox as uh, from Star Fox. I love that. That game. That was so a fun game. Much. That was yeah. a fun game. So I actually, we didn't have a, I didn't have a Nintendo for most of growing up. But they uh, made a deal, the folks. They said, if you do a year of choir, we'll give you an N64. So I sang in the choir for a year. They finally get me the N64. And then I'm like, okay, great. What games do I got? And my my dad's like, what, do you want games with this thing? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They never get that. No, that part's a a joke. But yeah, they they did kind of of expect, like, I remember that was like a a new concept, the fact that you would have to get a game to play with. So when I got my Nintendo 64... I was unwrapping presents, and for it was Christmas morning. Uh-huh. I was unwrapping presents, and I unwrapped Wayne Gretzky Hockey 98 for 64, but I only had a Super Nintendo. And I was like, ah, oh, Mom, I don't have a Nintendo 64. And she was like, oh, God, I'm sorry. I get, I get them mixed up. I thought you, uh, she's like, you have a Super Nintendo. That's right. And so she's like, I'll take it back and swap it for a different one. And I was just like, yeah, okay. And then, like, we uh, finish unwrapping presents, and the whole morning happens. And then my dad comes in. He's like, oh, I found one more present and brought out the Nintendo 64. Ah, and, like, it shit. was all a setup the whole time. <laughs> I was like, fuck, guys. Oh, they oh so they good, did it intentionally. Yeah, they did it intentionally. Oh, and they knew. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. But it, which is a good one. But then I've t- I know I said it on our, I think on our Santa Claus episode a few years ago. We had Santa Claus on the show once. Uh, and uh, one year they gave me, a, my birthday is 10 days before Christmas. And one year they gave me a really sweet guitar and I was in a band that played shows and it would have been useful to have. Uh-huh. But they gave it to me for my birthday. And then they're like, oh shit, that's a Christmas present. You don't get that yet. And so then I had to wrap it back up and put it under the tree for 10 days. Is your birthday near Christmas? 10 days before. Oh, yeah, right, right, right before. Right. But gotcha. goddamn, so. You can't play around. They fucking, those pranksters. Yeah, what a bunch of assholes. I got Patrick, you know, yeah. in both of those situations. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. I, my favorite game, though, was probably mm-hmm. Harvest Moon. Really? Yeah. That's a farming it. game, right? Yeah. It's farming. Is yeah. that yeah. GameCube? Right. And uh, 64. That's a game I 100% missed. Yeah. And I've heard people talk up mm-hmm. not only on this, but just like in the last five years. It's like a real touchstone for a lot of people. Yeah. My, my ex, uh, the last girl I dated before I met my wife, 
she had it on GameCube and was like loved it, loved Harvest Moon. And the only thing I loved about it was there was you could have at some point there was a house, and if you yep. went into your house, you could play a basically like an emulator of a Nintendo. And so I, you could play like Excite Bike, oh, the I original didn't know that. Nintendo wow. version. Yeah. And so like she'd be like, "What do you want to play?" And I'd be like, "Well, let's play Harvest Moon." And then we'd go and she'd play playing that. And I'd be like, let's go play Excite Bike for a little bit. You that's know? Such so I, a, it's like, I got more. That's I such wanted. a silly little gimmick that I buy into every fucking time in a video game. Yeah. When they put another video game inside the video game totally. as like a bonus. Yeah. Like, uh, remember the Nintendo game Blades of Steel? No. Blades no. of Steel. Was it an ice skating game? Yeah, it was hockey. Okay. Ice Ooh, hockey game. Ice hockey. All and, right. Uh, during, during the second intermission, uh, you could play Gradius. Oh, on, cool! On the scoreboard of the hockey game, oh, I think so I, you just shoot stuff yeah. for a second. I think I do remember that. I also, remember. arguably the first fighting game in the history of Nintendo. Oh, because the hockey fights. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but it was okay. like real fights. Yeah, I uh, I remember that there was uh, in the game Fable. They had a bunch of mini games that you would play. Oh yeah, like you go get drunk, you go to a bar and get drunk and play like Memory, or you'd have now to play it's dice standard or issue. Yeah, now that's in all everything. Like that you know? Red Dead, you can just spend an entire life not yeah. even playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Do you still play? Are you still into game, video games, or anything like that now? No, or? just computer solitaire. Just solitaire. <laughs> that's and, it. Uh, yeah, words yeah, with yeah. friends. A lot of yeah. a lot of Minesweeper. You, you're a big Minesweeper guy. You got the T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I got out of games forever, but I'm glad I'm back in now. It's fun now. We played a lot. We just had the Labor Day weekend. We just played. I played a lot of uh, Lego Harry Potter. Nice. It's fun. Mm. Fun time to get back into games, I think. I've always you know? been a gamer. Yeah, you, you've you always been it. You wear it on your... You bleed red, white, and blue, isn't that right? Yeah. Like your gamers. Um, Goddamn, I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, okay, so you're back there in uh, Minnesota. Is there, do you got any, What's your snack? Do you have like a... Is, yeah, is this, Saint is, Paul, this is what I'm curious about. This is, yeah. Especially it, with uh, your parents, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, And like... Uh, it sounds like if you got the structured TV yeah, time... Yeah, it sounds like yeah. a good parent. Is, is, do you have one of those houses where it's sugar... Uh, part of your childhood or was it like very limited doses only the natural shit yeah 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 what Uh, was your what was your shit is there is there anything specific to saint paul or or was it like um they have uh uh pearson's uh salted nut rolls salted nut rolls yeah dude i i miss my goddamn pearson salted nut rolls he texted me a couple weeks when i was back on the road when i was in wisconsin you were like you're gonna get a pearson salted nut roll and i was like what are you saying? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it took that me, sounds like a sex move. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll shove it up my butt, I guess. It took me a while. Like, I was a big chunk of my life where I didn't eat Pearson's salted nut rolls. Yeah. Because they, uh, there was one left out on our front porch <gasps> as a kid. And then I remember seeing it with just like 10,000 ants on it. Oh, yeah. So it took me a little while to get over um, that mental block. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, man, they're like, they're great. They're pretty good. They're yep. paydays with nougat instead of caramel. Yeah. 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 What was the snacks? And more you, nuts. What was the snacks you were allowed to have as a kid? Um, goldfish for a while. <laughs> yeah. I love the fishes because they're so delicious. Yeah. 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 And I the snack that smells back. They, that's right. But they, my mom blamed them on my gas because they would. <laughs> or wait, I would uh, fart a lot. Yeah. And they were really pungent. Uh, but this is. <laughs> I believe because she was giving me these weird vitamins. Yeah, right? yeah, probably, yeah, make me fart. But that and because of the farts were so bad, I was sent to the principal's office. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, let him rip in class. Yeah, I, I like would do style, SPDs. Kid. Yeah, I'd yeah, smile yeah, yeah. at least. But they just knew you. They knew. Yeah, they knew me by what, my smell. What was your uh, goldfish flavor? I just like normal, the yeah. regular one. Cheese? Yellow cheese, gold, gold. Yeah, what were they? Cheddar, just cheddar. Yeah, yeah cheddar. Right? 
Cheddar, uh, Parmesan, the big one. Parmesans mm. were good. They yeah. got a lot of them now. I like pizza. They used to make this. Pizza was good. They used to make this one that was both Parmesan and pizza hmm. in the same bag. Ooh, that sounds like. Which an I'm a big fan of those. Yeah. Like uh, Cheez It's got the duos. Yeah, yeah. Out there, I remember. I do remember because we were allowed to get kind of unhealthy stuff on Fridays, which is when I was allotted my one weekly movie. Yeah, and I would get pizza Pringles. Oh, for good. sure. Yeah, yeah, I love those still. What was uh, your most rented weekly movie? Oh, yeah. You have one you put a lot of miles on? Uh, a lot of James Bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my I friend. bet your parents thought you were cool. <laughs> they did? Like, I bet they did. You know, they're like, ah, he's listening to Neil Young, watching James Bond. He'll be fine. Yeah. You know, he's a Listening ballet. to Harvest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvest yeah. Moon. Yeah, for sure, right? Well, the thing I would do most often is I was not really into toys mm-hmm. so much. but Never? I did. Uh, I played a little. I dabbled with Lego yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my best friend, I would say, as a child, was uh, Biggins Ball. Do you remember those things? They're these big red inflatable balls. Yeah, and you you bounce well, on. They have a handle. On. Some of them have a handle. Mine didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I would like base. It was basically like an extreme sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I would just bounce around on this thing. I would just get all my energy out. Some doctors would say this is you know a variation of autism. Totally, but totally. um, the but I, yeah, that's what I got a kick out of. I love doing. I would you know, it was compulsively bounce yeah. on the ball, and I was really good at it eventually. Uh, so I would do that every day, and because I wasn't allowed to watch TV, they pushed books, which I like. What you was, I, it took me a while to learn to read, but when I did, I was really obsessed with like weird um, wars, just kind of obscure wars, like real, like real wars, real life wars. Okay. Yeah, uh, War of eighteen twelve, mm-hmm. Spanish American War, Mexican American War. Well, because they don't World tell War you about I. them, right? Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to find out about World War One. It's all this stuff about World War Two. So I, would, I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah. So what I would do is I would learn about World War One. I. I would uh, get these books about World War One or the invasion of Grenada. Nineteen eighty. Mm. Seems like some heavy reading for a kid. Well, though. but here's the thing: I had a very short attention. You're span. bouncing on yeah. that it, fucking yeah, ball. So that's what I would read. do. I would. It would take me a long. It would take me like twenty minutes to read one page, mm-hmm. and then I'd be so excited about the war going on in the yeah. book that I would bounce around on the ball for like three hours. That's wow. what I did for most of my. What no wonder they're like, what are we? We don't know what he's gonna fucking do if we give him a TV show for longer than half an hour. Yeah. You know, he sees one episode of Mash, he's gonna invade uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> you know, that's honestly, I would have to pause uh, movies yeah. because I would get so excited that I'd have to. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, some of your favorite war movies and. Oh yeah, up. did you have? Did you get in those? Yeah, I liked uh, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, the Longest Day. Um, John Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah, that yeah. was one that I yeah. watched. Bid- bridge. What was it? Bridge, bridge over River Kwai. Yeah, uh, it was a different Trouble one. Water? A bridge too far. Or something like okay, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bridge too far. Yeah. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, World War. Those. Those were World War Two. But then I watched uh, Glory. Yeah. Civil War Glory's one was great. really good. And the um, Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the three fucking yeah. tape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're really cranking out the big giant Civil War movies in the late eighties. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah. There was also yeah. Gods, Gods of Monsters, Gods I think. And, yeah, yeah. and North and South with North Patrick Swayze. But North and South was like sexy, though. You it know, like it was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember. I feel like Saving Made for TV. Uh, Andersonville uh, was pretty good. With I don't Tim remember Curry. that. That was just about the prison, right? Yeah, that right? wasn't like. Did you yeah, get yeah. any battle scenes? No, it was just all about yeah. prison living. Have you seen Class of '61? I think it's called. It's the. Uh, it's about the West Point class that graduated the year. 
the Civil War we? broke out. Oh, so okay. it's all so it's them all these dealing people, with uh, war. Well, it's them all graduating, and then as soon as they graduate, them having to stand up and be like, "All right, well, I'm on, I'm uh, in the South. See ya, buddies." Uh, and then the and then it follows. Oh, so some would de facto. Make- They're all yeah, like they split like because oh. oh. it's like right at the beginning, and then it's um and then it, it's a miniseries for and it's one of those things. It's like um. Uh, school ties or something. You know those movies, like the early. It's like an early '90s movie where everybody that's in it is a young actor who was right. then an Oscar nominee uh-huh. by the late '90s. And so it's all these young people. Um, and then it's it starts off with them all at Getty at West Point together, and then cuts to five years down the road they're murdering each other in Georgia and stuff like that. You know. Mm. Um, but it's really it's a it's a, a mini series made for TV miniseries. But it's very good uh, of that same. Aren't all miniseries made for TV? Yeah, probably. I guess. Uh, Or Netflix. Or Netflix, right? That's or HBO. That's not TV. It's HBO. HBO. Uh, The uh, I feel like Saving Private Ryan kind of was. I loved it, and also the the Thin Red Line did this too. They were good, and they had like so much action because of the time and what you could do with movies. Um, So now, like, if you try to go watch a movie like. Uh, the what was it, the longest day or whatever, or mm-hmm. like um Patton or something? They're so slow, the the te- the 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 pacing and everything like that. It's hard to get through any of those. Well, now. thin For red me, line is you know Malik, so it's like but it's more slow I guess and, you're right, but yeah. I put maybe I'm just putting them together because I saw them at the you know at the around the same time. Yeah, yeah, and it was a yeah, right. they, it was still more than just like a lot of like. A lot of those like nineteen f- forties uh, and nineteen fifties movies about World War Two, uh-huh. like right afterwards, is like. I mean, like, 25 minutes of them just walking, you know, and stuff like that, which I guess it's, like, a point to show they walked a lot and stuff, yeah. but it's, like... Whew. That's all Saving Private Ryan is. But Saving Private Ryan has shit happening. Yeah, there's a lot of... I feel like it's got stuff happening. Deer Hunter has got a lot of walking. Yeah, Christopher. He won an right. Oscar, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goddamn. Do you... So... Being into all these like uh, little wars, were you like a big? Did you love history then and stuff, or yeah. was it just that specifically? Were you allowed? Like, were you able to get like? If you're at this uh, performing arts school, did you have like a cool history department or a history teacher or something that you could like learn from? You know what I mean? Or yeah, was I had it more a, on your own figuring it all out? Uh, a little of both. Yeah, I would mostly do my own research. Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, I did have a ninth grade history teacher whose name. I believe she's married by now, but her name, and she changed it. Her name in ninth first, grade was... She's uh, first name too? <laughs> no. So her name's history. Yeah. Her name's history. Her the, her name at the time, which was Slutton. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> how do you How do you fucking go into teaching yeah. with that name? I don't God know. dang. You just, I mean, do, can teachers just have a surname at yeah, that yeah, point yeah, yeah. where it's just like... I have an alias because my last name's Slutton. Yeah, and I teach ninth graders. There is right. uh, I, 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 in my hometown the the vet. Maybe I've told this story in the show. The vet's last name was Butts, and his <laughs> son's name was Butts. And his son got married, and he married another family from the town whose last name was Aldridge. And when they got married, they decided he's like, "Well, fuck, this is stupid. Last names don't mean nothing." So they decided to do that thing where they make up a new last name, combining them. Uh-huh. But they came up with all the Butts. Which just sounds so much worse. Yeah. And now there's like kids like that are like in their high school in my hometown now whose last name is just Aldabuts, which sounds... <laughs> I think... <laughs> right? You know, I think we should do that anyways, you know? Mix them up together? Get rid of this, you know, this old standing uh, patriarchal idea mm-hmm. of... Uh, taking a name? Taking a name. We should just combine them all. 
like fucking department stores. Yeah. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where everybody's just like... Uh, are you saying let Macy's buy my wife and I's last name? Because that'd be cool. You know? <laughs> Stacy Macy? She'd no, like that better than Stacey sudden, You guys are Ella Casey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. I do think there's a thing of... The, like, she didn't take my name, but like... Uh, that is a weird thing that people I still have to deal with is like, are you gonna, or are you not gonna, you know, like, where's that? Where's it go with, you know? Big, big decade for the hyphen. Yes. I think right. though we got to combine them or we'll take like the hyphen. I don't think is sustainable. Just no. 50 years. People are going to have, you know, 20 hyphens. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I get a kick out of, uh, when you're scrolling through Facebook mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like, who the fuck is Julie Templeton. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you realize that they just got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, my that's right. one of my closest friends from middle school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit happens a lot. Um, God damn. Well, Anders, uh, this has been fantastic. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Now, you're moving. By, by the time this airs, you've already left the I'll city. I'll be a resident of Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Yeah. That's uh, city great. Of my birth. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's all coming full circle, right? right? That's amazing. Oh. Uh, to now the listeners, the NFers, they love you. I do a lot of connecting flights there. Oh, in DC, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. To get back to Iowa, yeah, going back. I mm-hmm. uh, tell the listeners uh, where they can find you on the internet. All the stuff, uh, plug the podcast, uh, all that kind of stuff. Okay, at Anders Lee here on Twitter, at Dursley One on Instagram. That's <laughs> lowercase D E R S L E E number one. So and sorry to yeah interrupt your plugs, uh, Anders Lee here. Was already taken on Instagram. Um, was it the I don't think I player? even tried. I, I think it, it just gave it to me. It just yeah. gave me Dursley okay. one. Um, but then uh, Pod Damn America is the podcast. You can find us on uh, your podcast app. You can also go on Patreon, download Ooh. some back episodes. We got some good stuff there. And uh, yeah. Um, Dummy hyphen solo show on Facebook. If you want to find out, can, is there a video of it, or is it? Uh, are you just going to run it again? Now? I got something in the works. Cool, we're cool, going to. Cool. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, it might take a few months, but we got very something. exciting, very exciting. Okay. And then also uh, redacted tonight. Redacted tonight. That's very exciting. Yep. Uh, so uh, fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And we'll see you awesome. soon. Uh, yeah. Reem, where can the listeners find you on the internet? Uh, Reemcore. That's R E A M K O R E. Fantastic. There it is. Um. Also, I uh, got a fun little dumb video on. I uh, did uh, NFL fan therapy. That's right. You're the new yeah. Raiders correspondent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So check that out. Where do you it's, get that? YouTube. Yeah, it's on the YouTube. Yeah, people a of, like it. A lot it. of good funny videos. Calajero's on there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Joel Wachowski. Yeah, it's yeah. A fun one to watch. So fantastic. Yeah. Um, also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. Mm-hmm. It's the second Friday of every month. It's at Pine Box Rock Shop now. Pine Box. Uh, Should have just had a show. Last Friday, that was awesome. Now, this is what I was going to ask: Were you, are you, do you have you and Gideon considered now starting a new show called Precious Metals at a different bar? <laughs> no, because the nobody would get. Well, I know, but you know, the, you get it. The meat of that it's still joke. a good name, you know. Yeah, yeah, for your layman, maybe yeah. eventually, I'll, someday. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. Well, buddy, you have a fun trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're on your way back now. Uh-huh. You're back when the listeners hear this. Ozarks, Des Moines. Des Moines. Oakland. Oakland. You're going to see the Raiders play the Chiefs. Going to eat an In-N-Out burger. In-N-Out burger. Get high from a store legally. Oh, going to get some gummies in my tummies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-A-E. Patrick Hasty.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, very soon, I will be in Detroit, so go to PatrickHasty.com and get a ticket for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Cindy, come on out. Ryan, uh, get up there. Ryan, drive on up, uh, for sure. Uh, 
Get on the Patreon. Give us some money. Throw us a dollar. Yeah. Throw us a five. Buy a T-shirt. That'd be sick. You know, we, we got old content on our Patreon. We you do. Check out. Yeah, that's right. See, your guys is they get on our Patreon. Your our friends get on your Patreon, and then somehow we all make a career out of this. Double uh, Miami for uh, ten dollars, you can get Nostalgic Front and Five Damn America. That's right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. For fifteen grand, less than a just month Venmo of Disney X. <laughs> Venmo Patrick Hasty, fifteen grand. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, be cool, never die, and as always, remember: if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So get the fuck out of here. You know, we talk. It's like the Star Wars minute, but we go scene by scene over Orange Is New Black. Um, okay, let me hear you on that microphone, there, dude. Oh, flick it on. Flip the switch on. There we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, Ooh, seven, that's eight, great. and nine, ten, eleven. And you know how to be on the microphone, so this will be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you say? Good count. Yeah. 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 It's bet you know it's good count when it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the oh, yeah. the mics are. Stop at eleven. Yeah. Right. One more than ten because you think you would go with ten, but yeah. you always could use that extra. Yeah. Doesn't rhyme. I missed like the beginning of this, and I don't know when you guys started talking about numbers so much. Oh, because I, I did. love it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, okay, okay. Now that's I'm how I always count. Right. Yeah, okay. That's how I do my mic count. Because ten's not enough. Nah, ten's too less. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. I do say ten's, that. it is what, too like, less than twelve. It is See what too I did? less than twelve, <laughs> and it's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, four. Hey, let's save this counting for the. Well, it's all recorded. This will oh. be the thing at the end that nobody listens to. Uh, right before, I listen to right it. before the. <laughs> Sometimes Brain Machine Network. Sometimes com. I only listen to the top of the show and the end. And the very end. Yeah, because that's where we drop yeah, the gold. Uh, oh, we're recording. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. <laughs>